I always wondered. Uh, I always wondered if, since I know you like to smoke weed, mm-hmm. do you ever make any jokes about the high holidays? <laughs> oh man, <laughs> I don't. But it's a missed opportunity. <laughs> Some of those holidays would be so fun, stoned, and one of them would be an absolute waking nightmare, stoned. Wait, which one? Which would be a nightmare? Yeah. The Yom Kippur, the fasting one. Right. Oh, that would be terrible. Spend all day indoors praying. Yeah. Stoned (laughs) and starving. (laughs) (laughs) It would also be like incredibly unproductive because the idea of the fasting is that like it clarifies, it like clears things away and heightens emotions and all the sorts of business. Um, But if I was stoned, I would just be like so paranoid. Yeah. And then when you break the fast, you would just eat four bags of Cheetos. The amount that I eat stoned, not fasting, if I broke a fast stoned, would be dangerous. (laughs) Would be dangerous. I'm not kidding. One time I got stoned and my, I ate and I just kept eating. I just keep eating. I can't stop eating. And my belly, I'm not kidding. It ballooned in size. And then, and Zoe was there, she saw it. And then the next day, first thing in the morning, I go to the bathroom, I shit, just the most biggest shit. God. And I come back and I literally, like my body changed shapes. Oh my God. It was incredible. Zoe can attest to this. That doesn't sound like that. It doesn't sound like something that should be able to happen, right? Like... Like that sounds like something you do with a child's toy. You feed a baby, I, and its and its belly gets bigger, and then oh, it poops. It's all better now. I'm a medical marvel. Okay. Yeah, that's one way of looking at it. <laughs> that's one way. To highly unreasonable, an unreasonable podcast for an unreasonable world. I'm Brandon. I'm Adi. Listen, friends, uh, you are not sending us topics. I know that this is no um, secret because you're listening to this and you know you didn't send a topic. <laughs> so here's what we're going to do. I, I like that the first bit of our podcast every time is berating our listeners. Like, that is step you did, one. You just get it out of the way, right? Berate. Because it's going to happen whether we like it or not. <laughs> this is the only way I know how to love people is by making them feel pain. I so love it. I'm going to treat you, listeners, like I treat my child. You don't do what I ask. You get something taken away, okay? Oh, no. And so a D <laughs> is off the show. <laughs> no. I think that, in all seriousness, I think we've been overcomplicating this. So, here we go. Hey, friends, you have two ways to send us a topic. Oh, shit. Here's how you do it. Send us an email at highlyunreasonable... Send us an email at highlyunreasonable at gmail.com. See, we've taken out the other ones, and I don't know how to do it anymore. (laughs) 
<laughs> you need a hand? Or go to our website, quilltheory.com slash highly unreasonable, where we formally request that you fill out the form. Just two choices. Perhaps our listeners were just so overwhelmed by the ways in which they could submit a topic uh, that uh, that decision took so long and so much energy that they lost the topic, right? Or or, or they just didn't want to riches. bother. It, it is an embarrassment of riches, and we are but a humble podcast. We, we are the waiters. No, 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 no. We are sitting at a restaurant, and we're overwhelmed by how delicious the menu looks. And That's right. our listeners are the waiters, and uh, they just sort of walked away. That's exactly. Our because podcast we- used to be like a Greek diner. Right, mm. it's like you go there and you sit down and you open up the menu and it's like twenty three pages, yeah. right? And and you can order Chinese food for some reason. <laughs> now, now we're like one of those super chic modern places that has like four things on the menu and one of yeah. them is a pear salad, right? Yeah, we're highly reasonable at gmail dot com. Quilltheory.com slash highly unreasonable formally fill out the form. How's it going, Adi? It's going okay. I'll be honest. I, I, I love our listeners. I do too. I, I, the topic thing doesn't bother me so much because <laughs> I could just talk to you all day <laughs> without anyone prompting it. Okay. I am disappointed that no one sent us an email that they were going to send to their bosses. Yeah, me too. Me too. But yeah, I don't understand. Look, like we- that was a good, that was a good, that was good. We're all set. Everyone who's listening to this podcast, whether you're employed or unemployed, you answer to someone. You've sent an email to someone. Why not just CC us on it? Yeah, just send it to us. us. Uh, Yeah, exactly. They'll never know. Blind copy. We don't see any of the address shit. Just send it to us. We will read it. We'll talk about it. We'll have a gay old time. We'll help you you get through it. Can I tell you something uh, that happened last night? Always, yes. Oh my God, I love any. Yes, always. Let me preface. What last night? Let me preface this by saying, um, I don't have a lot of shows that I watch on my own. Right, like you're in Besides a relationship. The Real Housewives of Atlanta. Exactly. You're in a relationship. You know how this works. You've been in a couple relationships, actually. Um, mm-hmm. That. That there not are certain, simultaneously, there, there, just to be clear, <laughs> not simultaneously. There are some, there are some programs, right, that mm-hmm. you and your partner watch together, and Correct. then it becomes like a deal. And if you break that deal, that is a really big fucking deal, right? Like yeah. you can't break that. It's it, it's a it's a covenant, right? Mm. You are watching X show together, and if you skip ahead, right, like you watch. Without the other person, that's grounds for divorce, right? Mm-hmm. Well, how do you think my first marriage ended? I know you fast forwarded in Gilmore Girls, and yeah. and, it's, and she was she, she was devastated. She, was very, she was, wanted to know if Rory ended up with one of those guys. <laughs> Plot twist: she ended up with all three. When I went to <laughs> when I went to yeah. Underrated Mormon story, the Gilmore Girls. Anyway. <laughs> Reverse Mormon. Yeah, maybe we shouldn't talk. Maybe we should cut that out. Okay. <laughs> maybe we should cut that out. Anyway. What you think? You think like just like our rabid Mormon listener base will be offended by that joke? It's it's less the, the rabid Mormon and more the person that gets mad about everything. You know what I mean? Yeah, I hear you. I, I will say that. 
um, Rabid Mormon is now too good a name for the episode for us, for me to have cut this out. So anyway, the Rabid I, Mormon. I started watching a show that's on Netflix. Um, yeah. That frankly, Adi, I don't know why I've kept with it because the writing is terrible. What show? I'll get to it. Oh, the writing is terrible. Thing. The acting is way overdone. But the show has an incredible hook. It has a hook, right? Okay. The, the one thing that the show does really well is a cliffhanger. And every okay. episode has a nice cliffhanger where I go, fuck, I'm going to have to watch the next one. What show is this? The show is called Manifest. Oh, my All right. God. Now, okay, don't say okay. anything. Don't say anything. Don't ruin right. my story. Here we go. Okay. Now, you know Adi as an actor... Mm-hmm. This community is fairly small. We we all know a lot of each other, and if we don't know each other, we know somebody who knows that somebody, right? Yep. Much to my surprise, I'm in season three, and last night you're, I went. You're in it, and you didn't know? No, I'm not in it. I'm, I was. I'm, I'm in it, right? Oh, like I'm, oh, 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 oh. I'm in it. Let's get into it. You know what I mean? Much to my surprise, I'm in season three. <laughs> Much to my surprise, I... they used. Stock footage from Veep, season four. <laughs> it's a weird intercut, because I'm in the White House. Anyway, so I'm watching season three of Manifest. And this moment happens a lot, where you see somebody, and you're like, is that, is that, so? is that? Mm-hmm. So I had that moment last night, where I went, oh my God, is that Sam Edgerly? Yes, is yes, that Sam Edgerly? Yes, it is. Now, it was just like a brief little moment, and so mm-hmm. I like paused it, and I'm like, "That's that's definitely an Edgerly chin, mm. very chiseled, mm-hmm. all American." One may mm-hmm. say. Mm-hmm. Look it up on IMDb. It is indeed. It's Sam Edgerly. Sam Edgerly, and I'm like, "Good for Sam, day player." Got paid. Had a couple of lines. Bingo, bongo, bango. Congratulations. I watched the next episode. Mm-hmm. Mr. Yeah, Sam did. Edgerly is like a thing now. He's like driving a car like a yep. maniac. He's hitting the yep. brakes and squealing the tires. Yeah, he's getting out. He's protecting people. He's yep. being he he's being his authority is being challenged, and he is meeting that challenge with all of the acting chops that you can muster from American University. Yep, and I am in it. I'm yeah, having a great time, and I am rooting <laughs> for him. And I literally did this. Yeah. My God, Sam, good for you. And as soon as it got out, he got shot in the shot head. in the head. Yep. <laughs> and I went, no! And this is the best part. And Sam, I hope you still listen to our podcast because I, if he, I don't think they do, but I'm going to tell them to listen to this episode at the very least. This is the best part. The best part is is that his dead body got much more screen time than his live body, <laughs> yep. and everybody's just touching him, and he's wiggling, and they take his gun off of him. They take his fucking cufflinks. I don't know. And I'm just, that is so uncomfortable. Hello, yeah. I'm Sam Angeli. I'm going to be laying on the ground with a bullet in my fucking head. Yep. 
I was, yeah. I, Sam, I was destroyed <laughs> that you were killed. <laughs> destroyed. And it's a show where people can come back to life. And let me just say, I'm going to write Netflix and <laughs> I'm going to put in a word. Okay. It's very <laughs> funny because that show has been on for a while. Yeah, I know. But no know. one cared about it until it got canceled and then picked up by Netflix. Yeah, I know. Nobody cared about it. It's a Netflix show, right? It's not an NBC show. It's a Netflix show. It's a show. It's I'm telling you, it's The Hook, right? So like if The Hook happens and you're like, I could watch another one right now, I'm in. But if The Hook happens and, and you're like, okay, I can't wait for the next one. And then over that week you go, man, the writing's actually not very good. Right. I think I will not this time. My understanding of Manifest is it is shitty lost. Yeah, I mean, Is that yes. accurate? It is. It is, except in, in some ways... I think it's it it's so like it, uh, it's unabashedly melodramatic mm-hmm. that it that the sci-fi stuff is like the most believable part. Is it is it in on the melod like does it know that it's being as and over I the top? I don't know the answer to that. Mm. I don't know. Cuz like that's sort of like that's the fun of us, right? Of of yeah. this podcast is we recognize that we're insane. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And we, we yes. lean into that. We lean into that. I asked no short of 20 people what they thought about airplane socks. And no to one, a no person. One wrote, no one wrote in. The episode isn't out yet. And oh, fuck. To a person, right. they, I didn't say it was you, but to yeah. a person, a D, they're like, Serial killer. That is someone who's going to Time kill out. a bunch did of people you, on that airplane. Did you tell them if the, that they had to pick which one was crazier? Or did you only tell them about airplane socks? To me, it's not a question, really, of which yeah, one yeah, is yeah, crazier. Yeah, okay, yeah, I will okay, own yeah. that mine's a little idiosyncratic. I will own that. <laughs> you take off socks and put different socks on. I, I don't want to belabor it. People just heard it two weeks ago. Your Honor, Your but Honor. But that is insane. Your Honor, I will admit, it's a little idiosyncratic of me to write their names above their beds in their own blood after I've murdered them. I will admit that. Okay? Okay? But should I go to jail for my idiosyncrasies? <laughs> probably. Yeah. You probably yeah. should. Yeah. <laughs> this episode, I forget. Okay, so the, the episode that we are talking about, the last episode, airs... As of this recording, yeah. on Monday, right. this episode will air two weeks after that. Which makes me wonder, when did the boss stuff come out? Because that maybe hasn't come out yet either. You're so disappointed <laughs> in our listeners. <laughs> in classic, highly unreasonable fashion, we are berating our listeners exactly. from the past. It's like showing up to the first day of algebra, and the teacher goes, why don't you know any algebra? <laughs> right, exactly. Why don't you know this already? Pythagorum. <laughs> Write it down. <laughs> I like there's a kid in the back named Pythagoras who's just <laughs> scribbling now. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. I, I'll write down oh, whatever okay, you I'm want. Right. I'm writing it down. Whatever you want. Whatever you want. Is there anything new with you? Are you happy now that you're on the other side of the of the, of the um, holidays? Of the holidays, yeah. I am. I am very happy. I'm in sort of a. I've got to take things one day at a time sort of mm-hmm. mentality. Um, because 
I've got a lot of really fun, great things coming up in October, like I'm bipping and bopping around. Okay. But if I think about all of them at once, I get overwhelmed. Okay. Uh, these are like social events? Kind of, yeah. So, like, Zoe and I are going to Philadelphia next week, and then okay. after that, we're going to go to Vermont, and then after that, we're going to go to the Berkshires. And Whoa! So we're, yeah, so we're, like, bipping and bopping around, like, doing things. Like, it's her birthday one weekend, and we're going to see John Mulaney a different time, and then we're wow. going to, like, we're, like, it's just, like, a lot of activities, and then because I can work remote, I'm not taking any of this time off, I'm just going to work during the day, and we'll do activities at night or whatever. Okay. But it's still like the idea that I'm going to these places and then I have to do work from there. And then, I'm, you know, it's like, blah, 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 blah. But if I think about them one day at a time, you see, it sounds I, awesome. I'm the kind of person that I need something to look forward to. And if I had all of those things in my in my future, right? Like, I think that would make every day a little easier. And it, it, makes, it makes it harder on you, you poor pup. It, no, just because it's all back to back. Oh, I see. Like, if it was one thing at a time, like if it was... October we're doing one, November we're doing another, right. December we're doing a third. Awesome. You're but just taking one day at a time. I just gotta take it one day at a time. Bless your heart. I just gotta take it one day at a time. Bless your heart. Um, but other than that, everything's. I mean, I mean, including that, everything's going swimmingly. I had two days off recently, and I didn't do anything during those two days off. Okay. And I, I don't know what you're like when you're when you have time off, but. When I'm not productive, I immediately, in any way, I immediately, like, fall into a spiral of what am I doing with my life? Yeah, I could be doing something productive. Yes. Yeah. So, like, I spent two days just now playing video games. Sure. And there's a video game that I'm playing right now that I love, and I just spent two days playing it, and, I was enjo- and I'm enjoying it, and then I'll stop playing to, like, eat something, and I'll be like, what am I doing with my whole <laughs> life? What am I, what is my life? I'm going to end up on my deathbed and be like, I wish I'd done more. I'm good for one day. I'm good for one day of like mm. nothing. I just want to this day eat whatever I want to eat and do whatever I want to mm-hmm. do. Mm-hmm. But if it extends to two days, I start crying and think that I've wasted my life. Yep. Yeah. So We're I'm similar that. in that way. We Except are similar. Except for me, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't even take one full day. <laughs> for me, it's like eight hours. In a lot of ways, the D, and I don't think that this necessarily, I, I, I don't think the audience is as aware of how much we have in common. On the inside, we're the same. Mm, mm-hmm. On the outside, we're very different. We are like, um, we are like the same sort of basic shape of like silly putty or play-doh right. we're just stretched and compacted in different areas and i was left out in the sun yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and mm-hmm. and and and, and didn't you, have to agree uh, with that a, a child has taken all of your soul away from you yeah and they left the lid off and it's just like a little scaly and yeah mm-hmm. let's do let's do a topic this is from karen curry <laughs> this is apropos Adi, what activities do you do to ease your anxiety and stress? It's, so, I mean, for me, I, I play video games. I play a lot of video games. And um, that never causes you stress because sometimes it causes me stress. Uh, it's, it's, all, it's like the fun kind of stress. You yeah, know? I, even if you're playing like something competitive, like a multi- yeah, yeah. multiplayer. Oh, see, no way. No way. But I, I want to I I break things. I have a problem with the competitive ones in that I can't stop. 
with the competitive ones. Like I'll want yeah, to totally play addictive. a round or two before I go to bed, but it's got my adrenaline through the roof and I'm like, no, I could do one more. We'll win. Or no, come on, we can win again or something, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, other than that, what do I do to relieve my anxiety stress? I go on runs. Running is very helpful for me. Okay, good. Um, you don't and run. Also, you don't I do run. run. I you absolutely run. You run just like to run? Yeah, yeah, like it's, that's my workout is running. I don't I like running. Uh, I like I like running, and I'll tell you why. Okay, why? Practice. I'll start by telling you what I hate something. about. I, I, exactly, it prepares me for when the Nazis come back. Um, <laughs> what What I hate about the gym is everyone like being there and knowing how to use all the machines and being in good shape and everything, and me feeling like a pathetic like monster human who doesn't know how to do anything (laughs) what i love about running is it's just me i decide what i want to do no one else is around to judge and i'm just listening to sweet jams while i do it okay all right fine fine you're existing in a world that is only a daze exactly i love you buddy like i'm in new york so i obviously see other people but it's just me in my (laughs) own world and none of them care about me and i don't care about any of them i love you buddy Every day is just the world of a day, the world according to a day. You do not have to be running, my friend. And I would, I have a reaction whenever I see somebody running because I think if you run for fun, you're fucking crazy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because I only want to be running from something. I don't want to be running. I, I, I'm okay with running as long as it is attached to another activity. So, like playing basketball or something along those lines, I'm fine oh, with running. No, no, no. But just running to run. Why? There are so many more fun ways to get exercise. Like what? Name one. Name one. If you're at the gym. Okay. So the gym to me is The gym is a nightmare place. The gym is a nightmare place. See, I kind of like the gym because there's two kinds of people there, right? One, people who are rubbing in your face, right? That they're awesome and they're beautiful and amazing. I don't like those people. But then there's the other half of people who are just like me, which is... I don't want to be here. I don't want to be here. But I have to, or I'm going to die by 40. This fucking sucks. And there's no in between. Yeah. See, I like that. When you're running, when you're running, I don't, when I see people running, I'm always like, oh, well, good for you. Or I'm like, go fuck yourself. Stop running. You're in really good shape. Do something else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 um, when I run and I see like other people, like you know, like I live in Manhattan, right? So like, do you give like a, a little, of, you give like a little nod to your fellow runners? I do, sometimes I'll I, like someone will run past me. I'll be running and someone will run past me, and I'll literally go, "Good for you." <laughs> <laughs> That's better than good for us. Good for us. <laughs> Look at us go. <laughs> Uh, fly like the wind but i'll i'll see like a lot of people who are running around they look like they could be one of the avengers you know what i mean they're just like yeah fit <clears throat> and i don't care i don't care out in 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 central park uh-huh. i don't I wish, care in uh, the gym i hate them in the gym i i hate them and i i hope they die but it's like in it's like object se- permanence right so if you're running they're getting out of there so they're not they're not in your sphere anymore 
for me, it's it's if they're if you're running and you have like an eight pack and you have enormous, you know, fucking guns up for arms. Yeah. Right. You're not doing you're not getting those muscles from running. No. No. So I know you're doing something other than what I'm doing. That's why we look different. Because you're doing something <laughs> other than what I'm doing. I'm committed I'm committed to just doing this, so that's why I look like this. So you think but it's I a know f- you're doing something else, <laughs> so it doesn't matter to me that you look so good because I'm just not doing what you're so doing. So you think it's like false advertising. That's what yeah. you're saying. It's like you you don't get that way by running, sir. Right. Like and okay, I know fine. You're, I, I know that you're not trying to fool me. I'm not trying to fool you. You know what I mean? Like I don't feel judged for not looking that way because I know you're doing it's like, you know, like the kid who gets good grades but doesn't get into the fancy college because they don't have extracurriculars. Right. I know you're doing extracurriculars, okay? Yeah. I'm just working on the homework. All right. <laughs> and that's fine by me. Do you feel good when you run? Um Sometimes I feel good. Sometimes I feel good when I run. I always feel amazing once I stop running. Yeah, because your body is going, fuck, thank God that's over. Because endorphins are pumping. I feel incredible about myself. I love the sweat. Like the world feels good. We've got to find you a sport. Seriously, we've got to find you a sport because you like video games, so you like competition, Mm -hmm. and it seems like you like fucking stupid exercise. So. Let's find a sport. Tennis. How about that? I played. I played basketball with my cousins when I was in Israel, uh-huh. uh, and I and I did get hit in the face with the ball. So <laughs> they passed it, but I wasn't wearing my glasses. The ball hit me in the face. Hard enough. Hard enough for everyone to stop playing. And go. Are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> so basketball is not for me. All right, we're gonna find you a sport. Maybe it's like. Maybe it's maybe something weird. You could probably find it in Manhattan, like like handball or something like that. We went um, for my bachelor party. Uh, yeah. What was it? What was it? Um, shuffleboard. Yeah. Oh, it was great. I, I, you know what? Also, I enjoyed playing in my youth. Um, badminton. They go. You can get some exercise doing badminton. Can't really get exercise doing shuffleboard because that's literally a game for retirees on on cruise ships. Where but where could I play badminton in, in New York though? I guarantee you could find it. If you can find it anywhere, hey, if you can make it there, you can make it anywhere. You'll make it anywhere. You know what I'm saying? I do know what you're saying. I know you don't I really care if I answer topics or not, but no, I'm going to. No, I was going to ask you just now. Uh, good radio. Actually, Here's you're that right. I'm, you bored, always, I'm bored. You're right, you always, I'm bored. You always pass it over to the other person. And, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this is sort of a sad answer, but I'm just going to be honest. Great. We Honesty is the best policy. None. I don't have mm-hmm. an activity that this calms explains. me down or gets me. There's one thing that I love to do. That does get rid of any sort of like a- a- anxiousness, but I don't do it enough for it to actually count, and that's to go fishing. When I go fishing, I-, I don't worry about anything else. I enjoy being outside. I enjoy not hearing any like excess noise. You I love, love that. fishing. I love that. But like the video game example, it causes me stress. It You're causes playing the wrong me games. You're playing the wrong games. I don't care. I don't care if it's fucking Mario Party. I want to beat you. I and, and I yeah, but I, so I, that's I why you gotta beat you. You gotta find a video game that doesn't involve competing with other people. You know, like chill. like a like a cooperative game because then I'm really mad at the other person for not no, pulling their fucking weight. Ch- just you by yourself. 
So you didn't know this, but back in the days when we played Rocket League, I hated your guts. I hated, <laughs> hated you. I would love to play Rocket League with you again, by so the way. So this is what... This is this is a conundrum for me because I have lots I, of hobbies. I would love to play Rocket League with you again. But yeah, I have go lots ahead. of hobbies, but none of them I would say are relaxing. I love to play, write, record music, but it's fucking stressful because it always gets to a point where you have an idea and you can't make that idea happen, and it's work. Like it's it's work and it's taxing, and I'm hot and tired. Yeah, by but the end don't of it. you like get to the point with it where you're like w- you're struggling to get what you want to happen, but then you hit it and you're like, oh my god! Every single song that I have ever written and recorded, I listen to it now and I can't enjoy it. And I even can't, even this banger of a theme song, even the bop. Of a song at that, yes, there are little things that people don't probably hear that I hear, and I'm like, God, it's a mistake. That's a flaw. It's a mistake. That's a. I really wish I could go back. Oh my God, I rushed that by an eighth. Like why? I I do have a. Oh my God, you're the bald guy from Whiplash, but to yourself. We're getting into my insanity (laughs) a little bit here, which is, I'm I'm a pretty chill, relaxed guy, but I can become obsessive very. Very quickly. Hmm. I will replay things in my head. Poker hands, social interactions. I will replay them in my head for literally years. And they will they have occupied space in my brain. And like a Motel 6, they left the fucking light on. They just stay up there. <laughs> and in the moment where I'm like, hey, life's pretty good. They're like, remember me? Fuck you. <laughs> you I need have... to smoke weed more, maybe. Okay. So it's funny that you bring that up because I was actually getting ready to talk about that. Okay. I think that if I could find the right strain mm-hmm. that doesn't make me want to tear my clothes off and jump out of a window. Right. I think that's the answer. Yeah. I think that's the answer. I need to find a recreational something something to make mm-hmm. me better so far i haven't found it all of them make me want to peel off my skin and be mr goodbody with my organs on the outside the next time you're in new york we will i will personally help you sort through this we'll smoke as much weed as it takes <laughs> to get you right <laughs> okay and that's and that's a stein guarantee Okay. Uh, you never say anything you don't mean, and you mean I never everything say anything I don't mean, and I mean everything that I say. That you say. Okay? And that's the truth. Let's do another topic. This is from Kevin Laderno, and he says, Who was your first celebrity crush? Who is your current celebrity crush? Okay. This is so easy for me. Obviously, I've got sort of a Jewess sort of thing happening. <laughs> Number one, Natalie Portman was my... Like, first good choice. big celebrity crush. Good choice. Good choice. Ugh. You want to know why it's a good choice? There's nothing wrong with her. She's perfect. She's nearly perfect. Yes. She's, per- she's, she's gorgeous. She's smart. Yep. She went to Harvard. Yeah, I know. She's, I know. like, she's Israeli, so my parents would love that. What, um, is the, what is the thing that got you in? Um, it was Garden State, wasn't it? It was Garden State. It was Garden State. It was State. fucking Garden State. Was it actually? No, low key, oh. <laughs> a little fucked up. It might be V for Vendetta. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's a little it, later. Okay. 
It might be V for Vendetta. This was your first celebrity crush? I think so. Um, V for Vendetta came out when I was in like, I mean, well, are we counting The Little Mermaid? Like, (laughs) (laughs) I think we could. Sure, then it's The Little Mermaid, I guess. But there wasn't, around Little Mermaid time, there there, there weren't any real people that you found interesting? I mean, around Little Mermaid time, I was a child. Viva Vendetta came out when I was, like, early teenager, I think. Okay. Okay. I think. Fine, fine. Okay. Who's your current celebrity crush? Oh. Sarah Silverman. Okay. All right. Again, Jewish. I think Sarah Silverman is so hot. Why are you? Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. I I, want to hear this because I completely agree with you and... I think that we're in the minority. Yeah, I know. Well, I often say like when people when I tell people like Sarah Silverman is like my number one. It's polarizing, like, right? Sarah Silverman? Yeah. Here's what I want to know. Yeah. It's a fantasy. Right? Mm-hmm. There's something like kind of heartwarming and sad, right? That you picked that you picked who you picked, right? But, but why? But what? Well, but it's a fantasy. Idea. So they don't have to be Jewish, right? No, they do. they don't. But they, no, no, no. It's not like you're even kosher in your fantasies. Is what yeah, I'm saying, yeah, 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 and that is really it's... sad and heartwarming at the same time. Uh, what's it's sad? It's what you. I'm attracted to. <laughs> people, people, especially narcissists, look for things <laughs> about themselves in the people they're attracted to. You said it, not me. You said yeah. it. Okay. So it's like you know. Yeah. Okay. All right. Who are yours? What are your? Who are yours? Who are your first? Okay. And who's your current? I'm, I'm just going to be honest. My first one is a reference that's probably lost on a lot of people. My first one would be B. Arthur. No. Uh, my first one would be <laughs> Aretha Franklin. <laughs> May West. Um, no. My first one. My first one would be Ugg. <laughs> she was living in the cave next door. <laughs> <laughs> it was a stegosaurus that lived in the cave next to me. All right, no. St- star of stage and cave drawings. <laughs> Dominic D- Dominic Mochianu was her name. Oh, fuck off. She was I a- want no, I want to give you some I want to fuck you up a little on this one. You don't even know who you're it is. Con- you're constantly calling me out on my hipstery pretension. And here you are. Oh, yes. My original celebrity crush was Dominic DeJuju. Like, come on. Dominic Mochianu. Okay. Dominic Mochianu was born in 1981. So she's only a year older than me. And she was a gymnast at the 1996 Olympics. Oh, God. Oh, God. In 1996, your boy Brandon was 14 years old. Mm-hmm. So I was prime crush age, and she was it. She was it. I would have done anything. I would have done anything. I'm looking her up. I would have given a life for her. I would have done anything to be with Dominic Mochianu. So that's that's that answer, and thanks for being so rude about it. For my current celebrity crush, I have two. 
and they're pretty equal in my mind. Okay? okay. The first is Jennifer Garner. Whoa. Okay. What? What? Whoa. She's yeah, perfect. No, uh, she, she's beautiful. She's, she's like beautiful. Perfect. But go ahead. Keep going. Who's the other one? No, no, no. She's perfect. Why the whoa? Why the I, whoa? What is it? I think I think people will be offended by this. <laughs> so we're about to no longer be the podcast for women. Okay. All right. Go ahead. I think she's like, I don't know why, but to me, she's like old. Oh. Uh, but I also recognize that I'm pretty sure she's like the same age as Sarah Silverman. Yes, she is. You and Ben Affleck are terrible human beings. That's all I have to say. Okay? Because she's perfect. Okay. Now, I will say a little bit yeah. like you're choosing Jewish people. She is from West Virginia. So there is an aspect of that to me, which is incredibly attractive. I just think she's super talented. She makes me want to like get a lot of credit card debt. She is... <laughs> she is Every time she says, what's in your wallet? I'm like, God mm. damn it. <laughs> I wish you were in my wallet. Oh. Be a big wallet. <laughs> um, <laughs> I didn't think about that before I said it. Yeah, no, I liked it, though. And, and, and I think that, like, I think she'd like me. I think she'd like me. I, d- oh. I do. I think she'd like me. We would have things to talk oh. about. I mean, I would I would be forever aware that she's out of my league. But I we like would... that even in your ideal world, it's not a given that this person is into you. That's right. Even, even in your ideals. Even in, like, sh- the person is going to be with you. This is your yeah. dream person. And even your idea, you're like, I think she'd like me. <laughs> May That's I important. Hope? That's important. It's. It, I don't want a middle ground. I don't want her to feel sorry for me. I think she'll like me. I think she would. Yeah. 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 And I'll treat her right. Not like yeah. fucking Ben Affleck. No. Worst Batman ever. But I I'll will say totally this. Honest, though, I would drop her for J Lo in a heartbeat. <laughs> I'd do it. I'd do it, and I wouldn't look back either. I have another one. Yeah. And if you think Jennifer Garner's old. I have such a thing for Jane Seymour. Jane Seymour? Yeah, yeah. Hold on. I'm I, not that... even kidding. That's Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> She's the pro- promiscuous mom in Wedding okay, Crashers. Yeah, 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 yeah. There is something, like, milfy about her, though. She you know? sells the, like, heart necklace at K Jewelers, you yeah, know? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I just feel like she would knock me around, and I yeah. would just be totally fine with it she's british yeah. she's got an awesome accent and there would be like a subservient aspect to it and and, she, and i can get behind that 100 100 and she's also she's older she's she's mm-hmm. a lady of a certain age and i think that she could teach me a lot of things see like that's like at least with her she's like she is older she's like a hot, like like yeah. um like helen mirren would be on my list do you know what i mean uh yes because right? you have eyes yes and a body <laughs> she's she's nearly perfect yeah yeah so like at least like they're a category older for me jennifer garner is like not that old but not that young and this is the problem with hollywood (laughs) 
It is. It, no, it's the problem with you. It's what Hollywood has done to you. Now, yeah. I will say this. Jennifer Garner, mm-hmm. I am surprised. Yeah, how old is she? 49. Okay. I'm surprised. How old is Sarah Silverman? Okay, hold, please. Thank you, hold. 50. She's older than Jennifer Garner. Yeah, yeah. But she could have her way with me. See, but that this is your this is your pro Jewish bias coming mm. through. Mm. <laughs> mm. I'm going to completely agree with you on Sarah Silverman, and you want to know what it is for me? It's obviously what? like the way she looks. Like obviously, yeah. obviously, and she's it's, very funny. Like the sense of humor, but it's beyond being funny. I am so attracted, so attracted to women who don't give a. Fuck. Fuck. Like, you just don't yep. give a fuck. Sarah yep. Silverman is the kind of person that would, like, wear sweatpants yep. on purpose outside to be photographed by the paparazzi, right? Like, yep. I dig that. I love that. You don't care. That confidence is fucking uh, is attractive. And she's made jokes before. I'm like, oh, gosh, that's a little further than I... But it's like, that's what you do. That's your brand, and you're true to it, and you don't care. That makes you super sexy. And that's the number one reason that I aged out of my crush um, on The Little Mermaid because she was all about what everyone else thought about her. She was willing to completely change her body for a man. Literally. You know, like She literally. was willing to grow legs, which, yeah. Zoe, are you willing to do? <laughs> yeah, Zoe. Are you willing to grow legs? Hmm? <laughs> Everyone my age, though, and I think that this is a, probably a little old of a reference for you. I think, I mean, you know what it is, but everybody my age, our Little Mermaid was Jessica Rabbit in Who Framed oh, Roger well, Rabbit. Yeah, 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 yeah. I had also m- like a many number dreams of, of Jessica Rabbit. I know Jessica Rabbit is not an animal. I know who Jessica Rabbit is, but there are also like a lot of sexy cartoon animal ladies. Okay. Too. See, this is what we do. I want you to continue, and I know you yeah. will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this you is what we do. If you tried. We have a lovely conversation, and, and, and it's like, it's you know, it's kind of risque. We're pushing the envelope a little bit, and we're having a good time, and we're having some yucks and giggles, and it's great. And then you make it weird. You mean <laughs> to tell me you don't you think got- Nala from The Lion King is sexy as shit? <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> okay. Oh Nala from The Lion King can fucking get it. <laughs> she can fucking get it. And I'm talking OG hand-drawn Lion King, not this new John Favreau fucking <laughs> hyper-realistic no, nonsense. No. Nala from The Lion King, Lola Bunny. Okay, fine. Come on. Fine. OG Lola Bunny. You were into Daisy Duck back in the day, is that what you're saying? Sure, why not? <laughs> Minnie Mouse from the right angle. Okay. No, but Nala can fucking get it. Are you serious about Nala? Are you serious? I'm dead serious about Nala. That look in her eyes that she gives Simba when she starts flirting. Mm. Mm. Come on. Here's the truth. The truth is, is that when I was a kid, Mm -hmm. I had a crush Mm -hmm. on any young female my age mm-hmm. that was on television. Mm. Like in every single show. There was a girl on Step by Step. I was just head over heels for her. I had a Stephanie Tanner thing for from Full House for a while. I mean, why not? 
What's it, her face? Um, Topanga. Hell yes. Yeah, Topanga. Topanga could get it. Or Kelly Kapowski from Saved by the Bell. We were mm-hmm. all there. I was a Lisa mm-hmm. Turtle person, too. I loved Lisa. I was all about Lisa Turtle. All the point is, uh, the point of this is, is that I was very lonely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not as lonely as you thinking about no, fucking the, Daisy Duck, but the point the point of it is that, the point of it is at my lowest <laughs> did I have a crush on my corduroy couch? Absolutely. Okay, but it doesn't mean I'm not a person <laughs> <laughs> with feelings. And an appreciation for sexy hand-drawn animals. Okay? (laughs) Brandon, how can they get in contact with us? Only two ways. There's only two ways. (laughs) Only two ways, you sons of bitches. You can send us a topic at highlyreasonable at gmail.com or go to our website, quilltheory.com slash highlyunreasonable, where we formally request... That you fill out the form. Go on to iTunes, leave us a rating and a review. Five stars is preferable. If you think we're worth less than that, go listen to Mark Marin, you bitch. No. <laughs> no, give us five stars. Really appreciate it. And uh, and that's it for me. That's it. <laughs> and, and, and he turned into Yogi Bear. And that's it for me. <laughs> I feel go like listen uh, to Mark Marin, and that's it for me. I think that we, I think we learned a lot about each other. I, I, I literally have this idea. Uh, I had this idea the other day. D, we're having another live meeting about the show in the air. Okay, I love that. If we don't get topics, this is what I think we should do. I think we should just have an a D day. Okay. I prepare a bunch of questions, and you answer them, and the listener just gets to know you a little bit more than they ever wished that they would know. I love that, and we'll do a Brandon day Yeah, um, where I just use those same questions. All right, everybody. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Brandon. <laughs> I'm Mati. And if you were listening, you know that this was highly <laughs> unfucking reasonable. We'll see you next time. You wouldn't fuck Nala. <laughs> <laughs>